Manly P. Hall said that when you have a deep and strong vision of your life, you don't need to rely on any outward approval or validation. So when you know who you are and what you're after, it really doesn't matter anymore what other people think of you. When the various elements of your psyche are in alignment, you no longer need to depend on any external forces to keep you balanced. I see so many people with this mindset that they need something besides themselves to be whole. Everyone seems to be broken and looking for the one to fix them. They just want to take the right pill and make all the pain and uncertainty go away. And it's so much easier to look for someone to swoop in and make those changes for you instead of doing the inner work necessary to self-actualize and become the best version of yourself and actually fix those problems. A lot of times it's easy to see when your friends are in toxic relationships with significant others, but I wonder how much of our lives would change if we started looking as critically at the relationship that we have with ourselves. If we were to treat our partners and friends the same way that we treat ourselves, more often than not, we would very quickly become social outcasts. No one would ever want to be around us because we lie to ourselves, we manipulate ourselves, we put ourselves down, we verbally and mentally abuse our minds and bodies, we gaslight ourselves. And when we get stuck in these negative spirals of thought and sit there just beating ourselves up, the emotional response that we have to that is the same as if our significant other was standing over us just screaming insults in our face. So you see people get stuck in these really toxic relationships and you think, why on earth would they want to stay with that person? How can they not see how bad that is for them? And why would, they, why would they stay with somebody who treats them like that? And the truth is that those relationships mirror the way that they treat themselves. Those are the kind of conversations that they're having in their heads. And it's just now being manifested into the material world. Because if you spend all that time locked in your head telling yourself all these negative things over and over and over again, that becomes your script. Your unconscious hears, I can't do anything right, I'll always be in pain, I'm a failure, etc. And they hears that over and over again. And so when a new situation comes up and you have to think to yourself, like, how am I going to respond to this? You're going to fall back on that script that you wrote and the one that you've been reinforcing with the power and weight of all these um, negative emotions and all this repetition. And people spend so long in these negative states that they start to believe that there's no escape from them. They start thinking that this is just how life is, and there's not really any chance of them being able to grow out of it. So they get stuck in a fixed mindset, and in that fixed mindset, there's no opportunity for improvement or for growth. And this isn't helped by the fact that society as a whole does not have very good mental health habits. I mean, everywhere you turn for help, the people that you look to, they seem to be just as lost and damaged as you are. And that's because we're not taught good mental health hygiene growing up. We're not taught how to cope with stress or how to form good habits. We're not taught how to process emotions in a healthy way. We're definitely not taught how to explore our own minds and how like the, the, the way that we think and the way that our minds work. Because if we did, we would become much too free thinking and much too dangerous. And so instead, we're taught to bottle it all up and we're taught to just kind of power through and do what we can to fit into society. And I mean, society is important and being able to fit in does serve a vital function. And I think that is the mark of maturity to be able to play by certain rules instead of being a slave to your emotions. But, you know, the result of all this is that we create and then ignore the shadow self. And in consequence, society as a whole, since we're doing it as individuals, society ignores the shadowy behaviors of itself as a whole. And, and I mean, we prefer to look the other way and to just disown those aspects of, of ourselves rather than deal with them face to face. And what happens on the, the micro happens on the macro as well. 
And, you know, dealing with these problems face-to-face is, it is necessary to have a healthy, balanced life, but it, it does pose some pretty big problems. It is difficult. I'm not saying that it isn't. We tend to think that we need to escape from this pain, but the reality is that we need to learn how to embrace it because we need to learn to sit and process it because that's the only way that it's going to go anywhere. It's not going to, if we keep trying to bottle things up and repress it, like I, the analogy I always use is it's like pushing those uh, demons into the basement. You know, they're not going anywhere. They're still in your house. They're not gone. So how do we deal with the shadow self? Well, there's a lot of great shadow work exercises out there. And I definitely encourage you guys to look into them. But for me personally, I like to keep it simple. When I realize that something is bothering me, I just, I find time to be alone and I like to sit and just wait. You don't need to force anything to happen. Just let your mind do what it will. Just sit there and observe the thoughts that come up. And it's not going to be long before the things that are bothering you start to surface. It's hard not to get caught up in them. You need to, you need to keep the mindset of an observer. Like you're, you're just, you're watching all this. But when these thoughts do come up, you're, you're going to start to notice a visceral reaction to them. And you're going to be able to notice the release of these stress hormones and, and how these thoughts are affecting you in your body. What's really important here is that you don't try to force these thoughts or feelings to do anything, to leave or to, to, you know, to hide or anything else. Don't try to avoid them. Just, just give yourself a second and let them hit you. Let yourself feel whatever emotions that come up. And if you don't engage with these thoughts, if you don't try to hide from them, there's going to be a really sharp burst of emotion, but then things start to die down. It, it subsides on its own. And you're going to become familiar with the effect that these thoughts have but you're also gonna become very aware of just how little power they actually hold once you stop giving them energy. Yes, it hurts for a minute, but then it stops. Now that's the first step, and that's the part that teaches you how to feel, because we spend so much of our lives trying not to feel these things. We wonder why so many people struggle with depression and are so numb to the world, but we bottle up all the bad stuff, and then we're surprised when we accidentally bottle the good stuff up with it. So we have to relearn how to feel. We have to allow these feelings. They're natural. They're there for a reason. It doesn't mean that we give up control of ourselves. It doesn't mean that we wallow in those negative feelings. It just means that we stop hiding from the parts that we would prefer not to see. After we allow ourselves to feel, we're more able to explore the depths of those feelings. And most of the time, those negative emotions are hiding something much deeper. All the anger, self-loathing, pride, jealousy, those usually come from fear. And whatever, whatever it is, it's... We can't get to the bottom of it if we don't allow ourselves to face these things. And it is really difficult to do this. I'm not saying it's not, it's not easy, but it's probably the most important thing that you can do for your mental health. And it's also, it's so important for the people that we care about too, because we can't heal the world. We can't heal other people until we heal ourselves. So we need to stop waiting on someone or something to come save us and instead get comfortable with the idea of being our own saviors. We need to fix ourselves instead of expecting other broken people to fix us. And it starts by just making the decision to not hide from ourselves. Doing this brings balance and it gives you a stronger vision of your inner life. And by the way, this doesn't happen just one time. Those old injuries are going to come up. Like Even if you process them and you deal with them, they're going to go away for a while and they're going to come back up. And it can be tempting to say that you've already dealt with them and to just move on, but it's going to set you back. Instead, there are the, or these are opportunities to internalize the new responses that you have to those feelings. Because when you don't react to them, when you observe them, when you let them just come up, you're teaching yourself that, hey, like this is a thought, but that's all it is. It's an emotion, but that's all it is. It doesn't have to define me. It doesn't have to take me over. And I mean, you start small. You start with things that 
you know, don't bother you too much. But at first it's really difficult. And I mean, you may find yourself like panicking a little bit when you deal with these really difficult thoughts, you find yourself getting really depressed, but that's okay. Like deal with it, let it pass. It's just important not to engage with it. There, your body can only maintain an emotion for so long unless you feed into it. So if you're not giving it energy, it's not going to stay there very long. And then you're going to do a couple of things. What, what happens is your, your brain and your body learn, hey, like that's not really so bad. And it takes some of the power away from those emotions. It takes the power away from the thoughts, from the trauma, from whatever it is that you went through that's, that's bugging you. And it's going to take time to get to the root of everything. You're going to start off with like the surface level, like, well, I'm mad about this, I'm upset about that. But then as you start pulling away the layers a little bit, you start getting deeper and deeper and deeper into it, and you start getting to the root of the problem. And once you can face that, then that's when there's really powerful changes in your life. And like I said, it's not going to be a one-time thing, but it's also not going to be as bad every time. Like once you deal with it the first time and you kind of get through the worst of it, it is going to come back, but it won't be as bad. Just remember that healing is not a linear process. It's a, it's a cyclical thing. It comes in waves. And I mean, those waves get smaller and smaller if you're doing things the right way. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a good one.